Shalom Yudim, Shalom Lebenei Noach, Shalom Egoim. It's the evening of the fourth day. Erev Rosh Chodesh Teves, Parashas Miketz, Tavshin Pei, Dallas 5784, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, December 12, 2023. You're listening to Phantom Nation, a.k.a. the program program, coming to you from the land of Israel, still in the grip of the post-religious. Still, uh, there is good news amidst the painful ongoing captivity of some 100 Jews in the clutches of sadistic antediluvian men lacking uh, empathy for other human beings. Uh, these uh, barbarians cannot feel the pain of their victims, cannot feel their suffering, even though causing them pain and suffering is their desire. The good news is the consensus in the uh, top uh, echelon of the regime, the uh, left, the right, uh, religious, secular, all of them, they, they agree that Israel will be the ultimate governor of life in Gaza after the current generation of Hamas monsters have received capital punishment for their behavior. That likely would not have happened had their leader, Yahya Sinwar, received capital punishment 20 years ago for murdering four fellow Hamites. The prime minister has said uh, no way to the idea of installing the Holocaust-denying octogenarian Mahmoud Abbas as the proconsul in the New Gaza. Likewise, Benny Gantz has said, quote, we will hold the territories in the Gaza Strip for a long period of time. We will act militarily wherever a Hamas member raises his head or his weapons, and we will make sure that the idea of soldiers can be seen from the windows of the houses of the residents in the South, close quote. I think uh, Mordechai Kedar, the Arab expert, has said something similar. This is good news as a step forward in Israeli thinking. It still doesn't go far enough. In effect, this consensus wants to turn Gaza into the new Judea and Samaria, where Israel has free reign to raid at will, uh, targeting individual would-be Jew killers. Uh, this turns soldiers into policemen, unfortunately, raiding a bad neighborhood to arrest a specific bad guy whom the neighbors are happy to see arrested when this is a completely different situation. The ones uh, who are arrested are uh, or killed in resisting arrest almost every night now are the heroes of the so-called innocent Palestinian civilians. And what's wrong with this Israeli behavior is that it perpetuates the conditions that produce the homicidal violence of so-called terrorism. This policy does nothing to change the minds and the hearts of the people that Israel will have to control. Perhaps it's due to 18 centuries without having to manage an independent state uh, that has stunted the Jewish ability to think like other states. For example, my beloved America expanded from coast to coast via absorbing the spoils of war without a teardrop of guilt. Uh, this is the way of the world throughout history. One constant in the world every year in recorded history is war someplace on the planet. And commonly when the victor wins, uh, the borders change and people living in the vicinity have to choose to remain or move. As part of this uh, latest post-Zionist Herzl-esque fantasy, Israel Bill will be in charge of security in the Strip, but the domestic administration, some say, should be uh, uh, Qataris and Saudis working together. 
to which I say that's another Rube Goldberg political contraption detached from reality, like the Oslo uh, peace process, so-called. I have I've long thought there's something pathological in Israel when for years the Muslims in Gaza fired scores of thousands of rockets into Zderot and neighboring communities, and Israel continued to supply them with all their basic necessities? I doubt in human history there has been such a relationship between two neighboring peoples uh, at sort point, in which one fires lethal projectiles into the other's residential communities, and the targeted communities supply the would-be killers with all they need for their daily bread. Absent from the consensus that Israel must remain in control of Gaza, is the alternative of annexing Gaza, making it part of sovereign Israel. And uh, Israel will not be obligated to treat the locals there to citizenship in our state. That's completely absent of anybody's thinking. On the contrary, as the legitimate landlords, we would have the right to evict squatters, and not just any kind of squatters, but the nests of anti-Semites, homicidal Muslim maniacs. Admittedly, in one report on this congealing consensus, Israel will no longer supply the Strip with electricity and water, which is the same as a siege warfare which Anthony Blinken has denied us, by annexing Gaza and declaring legitimate sovereign ownership, Israel will also have the opportunity, and really the necessity, of teaching the planet that this generation of anti-Jews have hypnotized the world into thinking the people uh, everyone calls Palestinians are Palestinians when they are not. There's nothing Palestinian about these people. Israel could also profit of a by a media campaign, mass demonstrations under the banner, uh, from the river to the sea belongs to the Jews. The good news today also included the report that Jew boy Blinken declared the war will end when Israel says it's over. Hmm. This is a bit of a change. By implication, the U.S. will not dictate a timetable when it uh, when the war must cease and Israel must cease fighting. The bad news is that this um, Blinken, this shallow, de-Judaized de fellow, was reported by his spokesman, Matthew Miller, to be committed to the two-state solution. And apparently, uh, he remains oblivious, uh, as one opinion poll recently found out, that 80% of the Arabs in Judea and Samaria smile on October 7. They like it. It's time for Israel to turn its intellectual guns in the direction of that lie, that there is any significant difference between Fatah and Hamas. Fatah was founded by eight graduates of the Muslim Brotherhood. That's Hamas. Uh, Arafat's father ran the clandestine brotherhood cell in mandatory Palestine. The bad news is that Minister of Defense Yoav Gallant, like Gantz, foresees military violence in Gaza continuing for months. As Israel strives to find and slay every member of Hamas, which I think will not happen because, as we see already, they are beginning to surrender in significant numbers, even knowing they will be forced to strip off their clothes and sit on the floor with their heads bowed in humiliation and submission. Maybe it's uh, that 18 centuries of exile that did not prepare this people for thinking like a normal nation. Israel has the moral right 
as well as the written words of the United Nations, to claim all of the Gaza as rightfully Jewish land, with the right to evict the 70% of the Muslims there on the UNWA welfare rolls, Israel has to insist that after 76 years, the people in Gaza are not refugees deserving of charity uh, that authentic refugees are entitled to. Israel has to go to war with the UNWA system. Israel has to shamelessly declare these people must go live someplace else. The Islamic empire is vast and surely absorbing less than 2 million people into the Ummah, the International Congregation of Muslims, with over a billion members in 56 official states, uh, that should not be a problem. Israel needs to teach the world, and especially students in universities, that the Palestinian narrative is nothing but anti-Semitic lies. Anti-Semitism in history always manifests as lies about the Jews.
And that was David Gerwitz. So, uh, some more in the bad news column, unfortunately, is the serious blow to the economy uh, in the almost overnight disappearance of hundreds of thousands of Arab laborers and tens of thousands of guest workers from Thailand. Uh, the good news is that uh, this has provoked the fresh thought of phasing out Arab labor and replacing it with Hindus from India. The security cabinet last week ruled uh, that the time was not ripe to return the thousands of Arab laborers, despite the uh, virtual begging by afflicted industries. Whatever the rightness of uh, handling them at this moment, for sure Israel should replace, at some point, these Muslim workers with Hindus, whose religion knows nothing of Jew hatred. On Sunday, Minister of the Economy near Barkat chaired a meeting of his socio-economic ministry and said, quote, the days that Israel will rely on the labor of Palestinian workers are over, close quote. Uh, God willing, Israelis have to mature and outgrow the naivete of the founders of the state who were intolerably ignorant of Arab culture and Islam's essential hatred of Jews. Israel would benefit from rethinking its form of government and citizenship. Uh, they want it to be a good liberal democracy, as found among the Gentiles. But I think they should learn from the Turks, who ruled here for four centuries, and took into account the religious community of a subject. In effect, there were separate legal systems for Muslims, Jews, Christians, and any others. For example, I think a Jew who initiates unjustifiable violence against any other person deserves to be punished. Versus the Muslim, who gets violence against a Jew, he deserves immediate expulsion from the country. Consider the biblical book of Judges that records the history of this people in this country over four centuries, during which they chronically violated Hashem's command that they rid the country of the Canaanites. They continued to employ them. At a certain point, uh, the Canaanites would feel strong enough to rise up against Israel and tormented uh, the Jews, um, driving the Jews to cry out to God to send a new leader to vanquish the Canaanites. This was a, a pattern that repeated more than a dozen times, like the rising and the falling of the tides. This resulted in 15 different judges over those centuries before the last and greatest of the judges, Samuel, moved to institute a national kingship. Go to uh, the book of the Bible, Numbers, Bamidbao, chapter 33, verse 55, and you will read, quote, But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land before you, those of them you leave shall be pins in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and they will harass you upon the land in which you dwell, close quote. I think Israel is as entitled to a society like the Saudi society, fellow country here in the Middle East. It's the home of Islam, and this is the home of Judaism. Uh, Israel is entitled, I think, to govern within its borders the same percentage of Muslims as the percentage of Jews in Saudi Arabia. What would be so terrible if Israel did not have to uh, provide a livelihood for Muslims whose religion is rooted in stealing Judaism from us. Whatever the Jews have, Muslims covet. And indeed, they experience as an injustice 
but the Jews have something they don't. For example, uh, anti-Semitism uh, is a weapon in Jewish hands to attack its enemies, and Muslims, therefore, are entitled to have something like that, and they do, and they call it Islamophobia, which is just as much of an injustice to Muslims as anti-Semitism is to Jews, you know. The Jews have their Holocaust, in which the Nazis persecuted them, which tragedy licensed them to demand reparation in the form of stealing Palestine from the Palestinians. And so the Palestinians also suffered the catastrophe, the Nakba, their persecution uh, at the hands of the Jews acting like Nazis. The Jews claim Palestine as their ancient homeland, and so do the Palestinians claim the identical country to be their ancient homeland too. With official, paralyzed, post-religious Israel incapable of shooting down these anti-Semitic lies, as Iron Dome destroys in midair the lethal missiles of anti-Semitic homicidal Muslims, we have to destroy their words, their propaganda. It's time Israel outgrow the founders' fantasy of producing a new Jew without his religion because they believed Judaism itself was a cause of anti-Semitism. In any case, their, their goal has had no effect on anti-Jews because their hatred never has been rooted in anything the Jews ever did but only their existence as believers in Hashem, the one true God. It is a spiritual hatred rooted in the refusal of man to acknowledge his existence, the Creator, who wants man, his greatest creation, to choose good over evil when choosing evil commonly produces instant gratification and is momentarily highly pleasurable. Think, for example, of the kleptomaniacal shoplifter who gets a charge, a thrill, when he gets away with something he has stolen. Spending half my life, though through no fault of my own, knowing only so-called Reformed Judaism, I was taught that Jews believe in freedom of religion, of conscience, and that includes pluralism in religion. Uh, they say there are different streams in Judaism, and they're all valid. Only that claim, since 1993, has been debunked by the facts. That year, the Reform Group sanctioned marrying non-Jews, after which the intermarriage rate skyrocketed. And last year, the reform shuttered their historic first school in Cincinnati because there are no more candidates who want to become so-called reform rabbis. The only authentic form of Judaism is the one that procreates and produces the next generation of Jews. That is the classical orthodox way of life. In the news today uh, was the pathetic husband of the former Gentile courtesan in San Francisco, Kamala Harris, now the nominal vice president of the United States of America, this character, Douglas Emhoff, beclowned himself by posting his complete ignorance of Hanukkah, which should not surprise. This is the condition of most nominal Jews in the United States of America, an ignorance matched in Israel by too many of its Jewish citizens, who also have never personally experienced anti-Semitism, which ignorance contributes to their misunderstanding of the Muslims, whom they persist in calling Palestinians. Israel would take a great stride forward toward greater spiritual health by working to reduce our dependence on Arabs, most of them Muslims. Tragically, in 1967, the Israeli elite was dominated by the likes of Moshe Dayan and soulmates, that collectivist atheist, who believed that the enmity of the Jews here could be eliminated by raising their standard of living, for which they will become grateful and stop hating us. 
Moshe Dayan, the <laughs> iconic new Jew, was infamous as well for being a thief, stealing the archaeological artifacts he liked to dig for and order his troops to work for him in his thievery. He used soldiers and IDF equipment for his hunting expeditions, expeditions, whose finds he brought home to decorate his garden in his moshav, which is was a blatant violation of the Israeli law that all finds belong to the nation. Moshe Dayan was also guilty, uh, as all of them in the elite, of claiming the land in the name of the Bible as the Jewish people's title deed to the land. It's in the Declaration of Independence, but otherwise they dismiss the book as folklore. In a way, the Israeli flag is a kind of copyright infringement. Two religious symbols for a country whose leaders mock religion. שוכחים לפעמים את מטרת החיים, החיוך מאליו גם נשכח. בוא אחי נעצור ונביט לפנים, ננגב עוד עם המוזרה. ונזכור שיש מישהו שם בשחקים שמושיט לידו לעזרה. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע, ונביט מלמעלה, נראה מה קורה. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע. נביט מלמעלה, נראה מה קורה. לצאת! יא יא יא, יא יא יא. 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 כל אחד מחפש לו פינה בנשמה שיוכל שם לשתול קצת שמחה. להפריח קצת צחוק, להפסיק לרדוף, לשבת רגע במנוחה. אנשים שרצים ובורחים מהצל, מהצל של עצמם שרודף. מחפשים רק לרגע מקום בו יוכלו לשחרר את ליבם הכואב. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע, ונביט מלמעלה, נראה מה קורה. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע. ונביט מלמעלה, נראה מה קורה. לצאת! יא יא יא, יא יא יא. 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 תנסה להגיד יא יא יא, ותראה מסביבך שהוא חיוך שכזה. תנסה לחייך ותראה איך הצחוק יפרץ מגופך דבר. תעצור את מרוץ החיים ותראה שכולם נפגשים ברמזור. אם נוסיף רק חיוך למרוץ שכזה אז נגיע ישר אל האור. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע ונביט מלמעלה נראה מה קורה. אז בוא נעצור את מרוץ החיים רק לרגע ונביט מלמעלה, נראה מה קורה. לצאת! יא יא יא, יא יא יא. 
And that was Udi Davidi. And you're listening to the program program on phantomnation.com. Speaking before of the nominal Jews in the States, the Ginos, now disappearing at warp speed, I note the history of the German Jews who invented the reform movement in the early 19th century in the hope that by doing that, uh, they would modernize uh, Judaism and they would therefore earn greater acceptance in Gentile Germany with the history of their grandchildren, of course, ending in Auschwitz. Ironically, the reform movement was itself an effort to end the staggering massive number of converts to Christianity, not because they believed in that religion, but to raise their standard of living. And I take note of the coincidence today unfolding in the States in which massive intermarriage has been followed by a tidal wave of a frightening anti-Semitism unknown in American history. There has always been in America a social and economic anti-Semitism and ostracism of Jews, but nothing like this coast-to-coast fear of violence uh, against Jews. And this, this is really scary, uh, f- uh, the, the acceptance of this thinking in the best universities uh, regarding what happened on October 7th which their presidents say was understandable in context, so that those who wish to exterminate all Jews uh, do not do that in a vacuum, according to Congresswoman Jayapal, who enumerated the, the suffering of the Palestinians at the hands of the Israelis. One of the hallmarks of the anti-Jew is his inability to extend pity to Jews as victims, because in their mental universe, the Jews are the victimizers who deserve no pity, whose crimes against the Palestinians drive uh, some of them, understandably, to want to kill every Jew in the world. That's what genocide means. Maybe you saw how a professor of uh, political science at Berkeley hired a polling firm that discovered that less than half of the students who supported the slogan from the river to the sea knew which river and which sea the expression refers to. This is just mindless Jew hatred. Fewer than a quarter of those uh, knew who Yasser Arafat was, which makes sense since he died two decades ago before most university students today were even born. Ten percent of them thought he was Israel's first prime minister. These mobs of uh, from the river to the sea jerks, uh, they don't know anything. and They just want to hate Jews as they understand what it means to be a Jew. And yours truly blames Israel for this ignorance. Israel needs its highest officials, the prime minister and the president, jointly to tell the world there's nothing Palestinian about these people claiming to be Palestinians. And their claim to having had their homeland stolen by the Jews is on a par with the lies Nazis told about Jews to justify their real attempt at genocide. 
Instead, Israel for decades has gone along with the lie of a Palestinian nation with rights, and Israel's obligation to respect those rights and be good to them because they are the victims of the Zionist movement. Versus the Americans, who pushed westward from coast to coast, with not a teardrop of guilt, and one reason why they did not weep, was the behavior of the Indians, who could be as savage as today's Hamas ghouls. Also in the news was the medical school at George Washington University that conducted a panel discussion of staffers uh, on the conflict, to which I ask, who are these physicians? Who do they think they are? What does their knowledge of the practice of medicine have to do with the Muslim war against us in Israel? This panel evidently also agrees that the Palestinians have a right to resist Israel, which is guilty of, quote, ethnic cleansing and genocide, with no mention on this panel of the horrors of October 7. One panelist, panelist spoke of Israel as a colonizing power bent on killing everyone in Gaza. Another professor, with a Jewish first name, said Israel has been carpet-bombing Gaza for weeks. Evidence of the ignorance of this term, uh, carpet-bombing, if Israel truly was engaged in carpet-bombing, bombing the war would have been over in a few days, uh, less than a week. And in a separate story regarding the Red Cross, a, a venerable anti-Jew operation, that refused uh, membership to the Israeli equivalent, the Magen David Edom, the Red uh, David, uh, David Shields organization, because their symbol lacked a cross. And when relatives of a hostage in need of a special medicine, the Red Cross refused to get it to Hamas and even preached to the relatives they must think about the Palestinian side. No doubt about it, the U.S. and the West is currently afflicted with yet another bout of delusional, hysterical beliefs of Jews doing evil with no basis in truth. How this current uh, episode will end is anyone's guess. Amen. 
Okay, that's it for this second webcast of the week. Uh, there are three uh, for subscribers. And for those who want to hear the third one, subscribe at www.phantom-nation.com. Until Thursday, Laila Tov from Eretz Yisrael.